This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not, it works. No, not me. No, no, the fan. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? But, but nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who I'm are you lo- talking I'm, about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get early access to the GameZilla Alpha. Exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words are right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash media and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is The Legend of Retro. Welcome to this week's Legend of Retro podcast. I'm your host, Chops. And uh, Craig's not here with us today, but we do have two special guests because we're talking about a really cool game that I grew up with um, called Shadow of the Colossus. Um, The reason why I have these two guests on is because one of them watched me play the game when it first came out, and then he watched uh, had his son watch him play the game, and they played it a little bit together later on when it was remastered. So first, I want to introduce my brother, LPJ. Hello, LPJ here. Welcome. Thank you for coming. And your son, Asher. Hey! <laughs> Thanks for coming, guys. I'm glad you're on the show. And glad to be here. So we're talking about Shadow of the Colossus. Yep. And you both like the game, right? Yep, yeah. quite a bit. If you had to rate it on a scale from 1 to 8, what would you rate it? Well, I would already rate it a nine. A nine, okay. Yeah, it's like one of the it's one of the greatest games ever made. Yeah. Ash, how would you rate the game? I I would actually rate it an eleven. An eleven, okay. Yeah. Now, Asher, how old are you? Seven. Seven years old. Yeah. And you liked playing this game with your dad. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna go over some history about the game real quick, and then we'll get into what we like about it. Okay. So it's a PlayStation Two game came out in 2005 it was developed by the same creators who made the game ico and it was considered a spiritual successor to it even though later on there it's not it, it was originally thought as a sequel because it was called uh, nico when it was in production yep. but they decided to go a whole different route with it yeah initially they had the main character basically looked like yeah they nico. had the skins in there right and that's what they used as a placeholder when they were programming the uh, the game itself Yep. So it focuses on a young man named Wander who enters into a place called the Forbidden Land. It's a single-player game action adventure, and basically he's there uh, with a maiden named Mono, Mono, and he's there to resurrect her because there was some reason she died. I couldn't remember exactly why, but she, she had like a curse for her destiny. She was destined to be cursed. Yes, so in order it. to in order to remove the curse, uh, they sat Lord uh, Iman and his band of Sacrificer people, thugs, thugs, whatever you want to call them. I guess technically he's actually the good guy in the long run, but kind of, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, they sacrificed her to prevent the curse from uh, 
from emanating from her, whatever that curse may be. Right. So Wander goes to a shrine in the Forbidden Land, and he meets Dorman, this dark, mysterious creature. And he says, hey, if you fight these 16 Colossi and kill them, I'll give you my power and we'll resurrect Mono. He didn't even say give him the well, power. He just said he would res- He had the power him. to resurrect someone from the dead. Well, yeah, and actually he turned into a Colossi, which is kind of like the 17th, but not really. It's a new one that actually he comes in a castle. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler That's the alert. End. Spoiler alert. It's okay. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, spoilers. we'll get to that. No this game's old. Uh, the reason why we're talking about this game is because the new remastered version for the tw- uh, PlayStation 4 is coming out at the end of the month. Yep. Um, so I'm really excited to play it again. But I'm excited to play it too. I keep trying to convince you to get a new PS4 so you can give me your old one. Not going to happen. Well, I did get a new PS4 and then I got rid of my old one. Sorry. I know. I know, Asher. You look very shocked. You didn't, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I wanted to mention a few things that are unique about the game. So, Dorman, uh, many believe, since his name is Nimrod backwards, is a reference to the Bible of King Nimrod, who was cut up and scattered into pieces throughout the world. Um, now, I don't know if that's an actual, like, actually what it is, but it's kind of a cool coincidence if it isn't. Um, I think that is probably some thought that they put into the game. But originally, the developers wanted to create a game that had, like, realistic physics in regards to movement. They're very, they had a very good art style, very beautiful soundtrack, but yeah. their core development was making it a realistic movement-based game. So if a Colossi went horizontal, you could run across his arm. When you, when you climbed on him, there was physics in holding on tight. If they shook you, you had to be careful. Horizontal yeah. this way, kind of like the one with that hammer as an arm when you climb up his arm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Yeah, the uh, the um, the producer and the director of the game, uh, Fumito Ueda and uh, Kenji Kaido, were very specific about who they had as their programmers. They went through, I think they they interviewed several hundred artists and only selected two or three of those. They were very. It was uh, very. What was the word that I used? Uh, perfect or the one? Yeah, they demanded perfection on it because they yeah. wanted it because they made a beautiful game in Ico, but they wanted something. Just as beautiful, but just as unique. Yeah, they were. They were. I mean, they they set out to make an art game. Yeah, it at, was as they did with Eco, and and almost almost reinvented the genre of art games and kind of created their own niche. Yeah, um, they also made the Last Guardian, which is a big flop. We won't get into that. But yeah. anyways, um, so did you know that there was originally supposed to be twenty four Colossi Azure? Oh, Matt, you're actually slightly wrong. Oh, really? Well, originally, originally it was like 60 something. It was 40. 40, and then they cut it down to 24. Did you yep. know that? They cut it down to 24. No? Cuckoo. <laughs> yep. And what they did was they took, eventually made it down to 16, but they took the remaining ones from the 24 and combined them into one colossi. So they took aspects of two of them, made one Colossi from it. Because they were running out of time. They, yeah, they were to... running out of time. They wanted to make sure that the game came out quality as well. Yeah. And they wanted to make it a little bit more unique for some of the Colossi. So yeah. we almost had 24 in the game. Wouldn't yeah. it have been cool? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and there's a whole... What, what's very interesting about this game is the following on the game um, never never kind of stopped. Like the the crowd interest in this game never, never decreased it. In any aspect, in fact, it might have grown, mm-hmm. you know, which obviously prompted a, a PS3 remake and then now a PS4 remake. Full remake. And there's people that 
they just go in, they dissect the code of the game. Yeah. And they found locations, probable locations of where these other colossi, these other eight colossi, would have been in the game. Right. Um, along with, they've debugged the code to find new textures that were in there that are unused. They found, like, items that they didn't use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a mask. There was a, an initially a mask. Yep. There was all kinds of different things that obviously were intended to originally be in the game uh, at some point with these other colossi. Yeah, and the mask was just a reskinned and, and different. Uh, it was a Titan mask, and then became a mask of strength. Yeah, but they never used it. Uh, no, I think they did use it in there, and it gave you more damage. You could wear it. No, no, you, you didn't have never, to use it either. No, oh, okay. they never. They completely cut the mask out altogether. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no power ups in the game. You what you have at the beginning well, so, is the same thing you have in the end. So, so let's talk about the game a little bit. So you travel this vast world uh, on your horse aggro, and you go to these lone like I'd say environments of these colossi, the kind territory. of their worlds that they live in. Yeah, territories, great. Mm-hmm. And you have to basically take your sword and stab them and there are these white sigils that are on their body and after you kill them tendrils come out of the bodies go into your character you black out but you get more health and you get a little bit more stamina from them yeah you do not as far as i know yeah you get more health and stamina as you as you defeat the colossus i was unaware of that well once you beat them all you turn like a giant monster but i would usually call them colossi yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then um so you guys want to describe how you would go about the battles, like how that would take place? Sure. Yeah. So, so, I mean, every Colossi is a little bit different. There's always some kind of, not trick, but there's some kind of, uh, there's something you have to figure out about the Colossi before you go yeah. and actually find the sigils on them, which can only be seen when your sword is drawn. Right. Uh, and uh, and once you figure out kind of the, the trick to them, then it's just a matter of, getting to those sigils. Like the last one, like Mm -hmm. you had to go through tunnels to get to the Colossi under and then climb up. Yep. So, and and what, do you remember the name of the last Colossi? Malice. Malice, yep. And how big was he? Was he super tall? Um, yeah, but if, um, let's see, Phalanx were standing up, it would be definitely taller because he's the longest. Yep, and Phalanx is which one? Um, the one out in the wild, the one that looks like a flying fish, fish mixed with a dragon, like the flippers as feet, and then just a dragon body. Yep. Yeah. And he's in the desert. Yeah. He's like a giant. He like goes under the sand, right? Yeah. Like sideways so you can climb on his flippers and then get up to the body. That's yep. cool. And that's the trick for that one. You have to, first he flies over your head and he's got these three air sacks that keep them in the air and you have to shoot them you have to ride on your horse and you have to shoot them with a bow and arrow the air sacks the three air sacks then he dips down into the sand and you have to run on your horse jump off the horse onto his flipper that's in the sand and then hang on tight and try and climb onto his back as he's flying away it's complicated yeah but you only need enough stamina to get up once he's kind of like in the air and you're still on the flipper and you almost run out, then you're gonna then you're gonna fall and lose a lot of life. Yeah. Yep. That's true. But your health regenerates, which is good. Yeah. Yep. So like these. So one of the things the creators of the game wanted to do was make these colossi battles feel epic. Yeah. So they're the only enemies in the game. 
Mm-hmm. You wander throughout lands and you just go straight to these guys. And the music in the game only takes place during the cutscenes with the Colossi, um, as well as, let's see here, I think it's when he enters the shrine. And then um, after you've defeated or in the account encounter of the Colossi. So there's yep. specific moments with the music, the way that that's a desolate world that it really makes like, like they're big, they're big creatures, but you just feel like this lonely hero trying to take down these monstrosities. Yeah. There's nothing else in the game. It's literally just, <sighs> just boss battles. Yeah. And, and, um, and you're right. There's, there's several sets of music for each Colossi. The first, every, once you kind of enter their uh, their domain and they recognize you, then they sort of then they see, you, then the music starts. Yeah, their eyes change a different color. Mm-hmm. And then once you actually Orange. get onto mm-hmm. the Colossi, the music changes again. Yep. Uh, and then that's the music that you have throughout the battle. Um, in a case like Malice, the music actually changes based on where you are on him. Oh, cool. Uh, so it starts off as one set of music as you're running. There's a, so so Malice is the last last Colossi. He's basically like a giant person trapped in a tower, uh, and he's uh, he's kind of like a fortress guardian. Yeah. And he threw he throws electric bolts at you, and uh, you have to uh, you have to somehow get across this battlefield to him. And the way, like Ash was describing, the way you get to him, the easiest way is there's tunnels that uh, you travel through uh, to get up to him. Yeah, and there's one. There's one thing that's actually kind of crazy instead of traveling by horse foot is you can, like, time, you can actually travel there when you're still in the castle. And when you don't feel like traveling there or you don't know the way, then you can just, like, kind of, like, do a praying motion. Mm. Yep. That's after, after you beat the game. You get yeah. uh, you get the ability to just warp to yeah. There's idols in the shrine. Yep. You can go up to those idols and you can boss rush. Basically, you can go and and uh, fight the claws. Time attack. Time attack. You can yeah. time attack. Yeah. Time yep. attack. So, yep. it, but so that's after you beat the game. And, yeah. And that was used in a lot of the speedrun uh, events, the AGDQ, SGDQ. Yep. Which there's a lot of speedrunning for it. Which starts uh, starts uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Or tonight. When you listen to this, it will be already gone. Probably. Yeah. Anyways, so um, a couple other things I want to hit on in the game is that in 2005, it was the high, 11th highest rated game released in 2005. What else was released that year? Oh, God. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of stuff released that year. You can look, that look up. it up. But it had an average score from critics of 91%. That's a lot. That's a really good percentage for a video game. Yeah. It's super yeah. Especially at that time, too. Yeah, 91%. And um, prior to the game's release, I don't know if you remember this, um, but there were so there were a lot of TV ads for the game. Two months before the game was released, there was a viral video, as it's now called, where there was this blog this guy had uh, regarding the study of giantology. And... It was this fake website or fake blog and this fake character and basically how he had found in history different eras of time where there were giants and how they were in like cultures and people mm-hmm. were with them. And they aired these ads of like real life areas with giants colossi in them. Yep, I remember and it that. was like everybody was it, like at one point there was 25 million people hitting the website. Yeah. What the? Yeah. A lot of people. It, it was like the best marketing I think Sony had ever done because Sony was the producer on it. Correct. And 
I think that's also, money that's also why it was so successful was because they had this really cool viral mo- uh, marketing for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Uh, so, so to get back to the game's release, so Resident Evil 4, oh, wow. God of War, uh, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, Sid Meier, uh Civilization 4, Forza, Guitar Hero. Oh, the original Guitar Hero? Yeah. So Mario Kart is... DS. Wow, there's, so there's a lot of good games that were out in 2000. Battlefield right? 2. Battlefield 2. Yep, there's and a like, lot of games. Wow. All right. One of the Colossi, which yeah. is my worst to my dad, is Hydros. It's an electric eel. Yeah. Yeah, that one's terrible. Yeah, so here, why don't we do this? So kind of like I said this in the beginning, you watched me play this game when I, when it first came out. Correct. And you lo- you and dad loved watching me play. This and Prince of Persia were the two you guys really enjoyed watching me play. Yeah, we. I had just gotten... Uh, not just gotten, but like within, you know, the year before, I'd gotten a, I bought a big TV mm-hmm. for the house, and I, I hooked up, we hooked up your PS2 to the big TV to the big TV, and uh, it, which was in the living room, and me and Dad would sit and watch you play this game. Yeah, and it was great on the I, big TV. I, it was the perfect game to play on a giant HD TV. Oh yeah, and I played for hours. Oh yeah, quick hours. question: yeah. Did you actually get that snap of my water bottle? No, no we're good. No, we're good. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> and uh, so then, Asher, you and Dad, your dad uh, played it together, or he kind of, we guys took turns, or how did you guys play this game? Well, actually, Daddy started out playing this. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I would only play when he was around. I would never play the game without him. Oh, okay. So, so we had that rule, yeah. too, a lot of times. I wasn't allowed to play games until you were around. And you never And did. I broke that rule all the time. All the time. You I would play games when he wasn't around because I couldn't <laughs> resist. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right? Uncle Map's really bad at following the rules. Uh, well, at least the rules that your dad sets. <laughs> yeah. Um, so why aren't you guys... So you brought notes, Asher, right? Yeah. All right, you need to drink water first? Okay. Water um, break. Ready? Here we go. Ready? So, Everybody water break. All right. So Asher and... Um, LPJ have some notes. Yeah. So why don't you tell me some of your notes on the game, and we can talk about them. So do one note at a time. Start with your first note. My first note is my favorite. So it's phalanx and Mm -hmm. malice. Yep. So we talked about phalanx, and we talked a little bit about malice. Yeah. So what did you like the most about phalanx? That was the one uh, that was the giant sky dragon. Yeah. Yeah. I like him because he looks like a flying fish mixed with the dragon, because... A dragon with flippers for feet, and then just the dragon body would actually be kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then the fun, and then the funniest one is Barbug, cause has a long beard. He has a long beard. Remember that guy? Yeah, a big you, long beard. You can actually jump on his beard. And That's climb how you get him. Yeah. 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 You, you yeah. get him to duck down. You jump on his beard. You climb up his face to his head. Yep. And then you stab him in the head. Yeah, my favorite part about it is the stabbing part. Oh, okay. <laughs> but my, but my least favorite part is because when Wander turns into a colossi, uh huh, or a giant monster. It's kind of oh, okay. sad, right? Yeah, there's the yeah. ending's kind of sad. They they originally had a brighter ending in mind when they made the game, but they decided to go in a different route with it just because it didn't fit anymore with the way that the the game was made. That's right. Yeah, and Malchus is the coolest one because I like that you can go through tunnels and to the Colossi under. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a cool. It's a really different way to beat a a, a big boss is mm-hmm. going underground to him. And it took yeah. a little while to really figure that one out because mm-hmm. he's unlike any of the other the other Colossi you attack head on generally. Yep. yep. There's really not, with the exception of um, 
can't remember the name of it, but it's a spider one where you have to get him to knock the Really him. long legs. Yeah, it's not a spider. It's like a like a giant crab thing. Oh, yeah. okay. You're talking about the one that cli- climbs on walls and spits fireballs. No, not that one. I'm talking about the one where you have to get him to stand over the geyser, and then the geyser knocks him over on his back. Oh, it's kind of like that turtle one. Yeah, he's like a turtle. Yep. Yeah, that one. That one is uh, is uh, the only other one you really don't attack directly. Um, my my fourth one and the fastest one is Zenobia, but this is actually kind of what you have to do. I'm talking about like where the bl- bridge is mm-hmm. and stuff. Yep. So Zenobia is the uh, the he's like a like a like a lion, cat, puma kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colossi, and uh, you have to run through. They're almost like Greek ruins. Yeah, there's it's like columns a, it's, everywhere. It's, yeah, there's. It's almost like a small, co- yeah, Colosseum. Yeah, kind of like a small. Yeah, Colosseum. you actually jump to, you jump to a pill, a safe place when a pillar falls on Zenobia, and mm-hmm. that will knock his armor off. So then you can be able to stab him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you jump on his back, and uh, and and you hold on, and you, and you kind of stab him in the back. Yeah, and my worst. And my worst of my dad is Hydras because it's an electric eel. That's um kind of dumb because you have to use breath stamina, and if you run out, you just die. Yeah. Oh, you have to you have to swim. Yeah, that, that was super yeah. annoying. But you had like the little yeah. islands that you had to go to. Is that yeah. the one you're talking about? No, 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 no. no. That's uh that was the, one of the bird ones. Oh, one of the bird ones. I hated that one because it took so long if you messed up. To get yeah. back in a spot. It just dragged on. You remember the bird one? And oh. he would f- flip over yeah. and drop you if you're not holding on? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the underwater one, Hydrus, was the one I hated the most. That oh, one okay. is the electric yeah. eel. You have to wait for him to kind of surface a little bit so you can hold on to him. Then you stab him. It's a mess. And I actually kind of have a picture of him in my notebook. Mm-hmm. And then if you're not holding on and he's wiggling, then you just fall into the water. That's right. Yep. So, um, and we kind of hit this a little bit, like you only could hit them in their sigil. So like, even if you were a little bit off on the sigil, it didn't do the right amount of damage or it doesn't do any damage to them. Yeah, generally. And, and you know, they, there's major sigils and minor sigils. The yep. minor sigils, um, some of them you had to hit first to activate the larger sigil. <laughs> yeah. There's like ones where I think where there were minor sigils on the bottom of his feet. On yeah. One of the and, yeah. It's the second one. Uh, you have to hit the minor sigil uh, on the bottom of their feet in order to get him to uh, kind of fall to his knees so yep. you can climb up his leg onto his back where the, the major sigil was, which is on the top of his head. And, um, yeah, and, and every colossi has this kind of secret plant point where you can hold on and it can't throw you. Yeah. But it, it's it's hard to grab onto. It's very precise. Once you get it, though, you can't be thrown. Right. And uh, Yeah, and you had to, like... Jump and press R one. Yeah, that's the, that's the control. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then once you find that plant point, you're 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 in pretty good shape. You can hit the sigil from wherever it is you're at on that plant point, mm-hmm. and uh, even if you're kind of a little bit outside, but if you're not in that plant point, you got to be right in the middle of the sigil. Really. Right. So, do you have any other notes in there, or is that all of them? Mm, that's just all my five. Okay, cool. Did you have anything else you want to add on this before we uh, go over the article that that was also about the game? Um, I don't know if we necessarily have to go to the article. I, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But, okay. uh, I mean, the game itself is its great for someone like me who I don't have a whole lot of time to sit and play games in, in large chunks. This, there's no lead-up. It's just boss And battle. right yeah. over here is Barba. Mm-hmm. 
And I put um. He's showing us a drawing right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, let's let's show him after that drawing after. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so the uh, yeah, it, it's great. It's a great game to just kind of pick up and play casually. Yeah. Um, because there's not a lot to it. You just you find the colossi and you go after them and you beat them, and that's it. I mean, there's no, there's nothing else to it. Yeah, but if you first beat the game, then you can't just like travel travel there by praying at the colossi. You need to be you need to beat the game first. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. It took us a long time to beat it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're gonna talk about some of the music in the game because it's it's gorgeous music, really great. It is fantastic stuff. music. I enjoy it quite a bit. Yep. Oh, that I didn't hit play. Those hey. Are- Hey, guys. Whoa! Craig. Craig. Craig! How'd you get here? Do you think you can record an episode without me? I think the music just... What's the word I'm looking for? Came to life. Came to life and became Craig WK. Your essence. Coincidentally, the song is called Grotesque Figures. (laughs) So, I mean, that's just me. So, it summoned (laughs) one right there. (laughs) Never mind. That's just me. I I feel bad about the song now. You should feel bad. I'm going to stop it. You should feel bad about not inviting me to the show. Did you think you can continue without me? Listen, Craig, you're, um, you're scared. No. <laughs> uh, well, he, Asher didn't know any better, I guess. No. Asher, Asher's afraid of clowns. You know what? I get it. It's fine. <laughs> you're not really afraid of clowns. That was a joke, Asher. I know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, right. so, Craig, welcome to the show and for being a creep. And uh, what? why did you play this song? Oh, uh, you see, Grotesque Figures is one of the, you know, I think one of the better songs from Shadow of the Colossus. But coincidentally, the music is done by a gentleman named Ko Otani. Now, the name might not sound very familiar, but there is something else he's done that's pretty big. What? Gundam Wing. No, really? Really? I have a song that I want to compare the last one to. So, you know, the Grotesque Figures to Messenger of the Dark. By Kootani from Gundam Wing. Okay, let's let's hear it. Would you play the first one first? Do you want to play it again? Yeah, just so people can hear it. Mm, you're dumb. You're messing me up here. Fine. Well, life is messing here, you here's, up. I'm here's sorry. the here's the grotesque figure song. So here's the Gundam Wing song. It's like the metal remix. <laughs> yeah, this much. is the metal remix of it. Although I think yeah. this came first, didn't it? Uh, yes, it would have. Uh, yeah, probably probably by quite a few years. Yeah. Uh, about yeah, yeah, ten, about at least ten, ten years. years. Yeah, because yeah, uh, came out. The gaming came out in 05. and this was what ninety six, uh, mid nineties. So yeah, nineties. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So he has. That's really cool that he can transition from orchestral <laughs> to or from this to orchestral. Yeah, and like the pieces fit. Well, they this really is very do. orchestral. I mean, Just it is, but it's 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 rocky. It's 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 heavy. Mm-hmm. It's metal. It's great. I it love. It's very good. That whole. Yeah. I love all the music in that. Um, he, he's also done uh, uh, the soundtrack to like Gamera films, a Godzilla movie. Oh really? Oh, he did, man. He did Outlaw Star. Oh, oh wow! Really? Yeah, he's done a ton of stuff, but coincidentally, not many video games. I mean, he's done like that's a handful. Upsetting because this soundtrack is amazing for sure. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. 
This makes me want to pull out my Gamera box set that I have. Oh, yeah, you do have that. <laughs> no! I, I got it for free one year. <laughs> you did. Um, so you guys liked Revived Power, right? Yeah, Revived, Revived Power, Power is really, it's our, that's our favorite song. Yeah. Right, so we'll play it for you here. Just All right. So why do you guys like this song so much? Um, I just enjoy kind of the, just the vibe it gives you as you're, because this song only plays when you're on a guardian in the middle of a battle. It doesn't play any other time. So it, it um, I think it really encapsulates the, um, kind of the, the, the struggle of going up against a, you know, 35 foot beast. I think they're bigger than that. Oh, some of them are, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the what was what was the phalanx is five hundred thirty six feet long. Holy cow! <laughs> Something like that <laughs> is what they. <laughs> there was a picture that I saw. I don't know if you can. You obviously not going to show it on a podcast, but there's a an artist rendering of all the size comparisons, a giant size comparison chart, and some of them are massive. Like the phalanx <laughs> one stretches the entire picture, and then some of them are just like tiny specks. Yeah. Weird. Well, uh, I want to play a couple song or one other song that I really like. Uh, maybe one more after that, but this is the prologue. So this is the beginning music. I really it just kind of yeah. really sets the scene for the whole game before you even start it. So mm-hmm. here it is. I recognize this from the beginning of Shadow of the Colossus. It's a really mellow, lonely song, and uh, it just, I don't know, it sets the whole tone <laughs> for the whole game right, right off the bat, because you don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. you're this lonely character, and it's just this, I don't know, the music just fits perfectly for Well, it's it. a really lonely game in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that and there's... There is zero exposition at the beginning of the game. Right. You and start. And the, the entire story of the game is told through the visuals and the music. Mm-hmm. So it has to set some kind of atmosphere. It has to set, it has to tell the story of what is, what is, what is happening in this game um, because there is no backstory other than what you're hearing from Dorman and... Um, the narrator. The nar- and, and the narrator. And the narrator, yeah. But the narrator doesn't even really give a ton. No, but yeah. Yeah, he gives a little bit, a bit not enough to fill a story out in the beginning. No, absolutely not. So you, you, you are left. I mean, you are left alone, mm-hmm. as obviously the character. Well, is. that alone, just one, 
just one person laying like on a stone bed. Well, yeah. Yeah. figuratively, figuratively alone. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. And then uh, the the last song I wanted to play, I think you you guys liked it, was the final battle, right? Final battle's good, yeah. Final battle song. We're gonna. Yeah, with Mel, kind of kind of like with the last colossi. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna play it. Yep, we're gonna play it right now. Bit. Yeah, because he's yeah. so big. Yeah. Yeah, and th- and this Craig mm-hmm. immediately fits in with Gundam Wing. It's also, uh, yeah, it, it's very <laughs> military sounding. It's funny because when I hear the music for Shadow of the Colossus, I don't really hear Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, I hear right. Gundam Wing. Absolutely. <laughs> and and it's weird because I shouldn't, but I I don't know. It's just every time I hear songs from Shadow of the Colossus, I just think, wow, that's just like Gundam Wing. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Oh yeah, this is I I can envision right now. I can envision. Uh, 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 duo coming out in the uh, Death in, Scythe. in the Death, Death Scythe, Scythe. or yeah. even uh, what's his name or in Togies? It's Zex Marquis yeah, in, in the Togies. Do you yeah. like know the Colossi, like in the sand, but like with the cave over it? <laughs> yeah, that's a cool one. Yeah, yep. I just got I actually just got done watching. Uh, all of Gundam Wing. Oh, like, really? With, within the past like two months, <laughs> it I'd didn't f- hold up, did it? Um, you know what? <laughs> it didn't. Don't lie to me. <laughs> no, I really, I enjoyed it. I think, I think the the this is obviously a different podcast we're talking this time. Yes. But the movie was completely unnecessary and endless waltz, yeah, and very. <laughs> it was just anti climactic. What you moonhead? No, no. We're, we're talking about something else at the at the moment, buddy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so. That's been the music for this game. Uh, one other thing, you real quick, you wanted to t- uh, hit on was the article uh, that, that came out recently, or not recently, it was a couple years ago. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. And, yeah, and, um, you know, like I said earlier, this game, the following on this game um, never waned. Like, it's still it's still as strong as, as it was when it first came out. And um, obviously, that's what prompted, you know, multiple <laughs> remakes. But there's a guy. <laughs> who has spent, he spent six years just digging through the code of the game, mm-hmm. trying to find uh, where different things were hidden in it, where possible locations were. And um, he was able to pull out, like I said, all of these all of these uh, textures and unused assets. Um, and he was able to basically pinpoint exactly in the game where all of these uh, other colossi were going to be. And... Um, Eventually got a hold. I believe he got a hold of some of the creators and obtained some of their uh, their uh, concept art and um, some of the unused gameplay that they had of the spider. There's yes. actually a spider. Yeah, that was the one Colossi. I was looking at online too. That would have been a really interesting. Fight. It would, yeah. And the only reason why they couldn't do it is because it was too hard. They couldn't get the controls to pinpoint enough to actually 
attack the legs the way they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they ultimately cut that one. I think that's one of the ones that morphed into the turtle one that was walking and got and pushed longer, over by the geyser. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, so we spent he spent a, a long time just uncovering things, and every once in a while, new things will pop up. You'll yeah, see. Yeah, like. I would think the Colossi would be more cooler if, like, just the first one would be running. Yeah, instead oh, that'd of walking cool, slowly. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. like, a running one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of freaky, actually. Yeah. <laughs> if the giant Colossus <laughs> was running after you, that would, that would creep me out. Yeah, but actually it would make sense if it were a tiny one, kind of like the bull. Yeah, yeah. Like, a little, like a little man you have to fight. Yeah. That'd be weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they'll make a sequel. Who knows? Who knows? They're never going to make a sequel. No, <laughs> which uh, they will. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, this, um, well, this remake coming out on the PS4, um, it's going to be really cool. I'm really excited to play it. Coming out again. in like a month. Yeah. I actually kind of wish they had a 17th one, kind of like two of the Colossi of the 16th mixed together uh-huh. to make a more giant one. Which one would you merge together? Which two? Mm, I would take the one that Clemson most would. Spits fireballs. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one and the lizard one. It's a lizard one. Yep. That one and. Hmm. He's looking through his notes. <laughs> They're extensive. Phalanx. And phalanx. phalanx. So like a lizard one that shoots fire but can fly in the sky. Yeah. That'd be pretty crazy. That'd be pretty crazy. All right, so that's that's it for this week's uh, Legend of Retro uh, game that we focused on, Shadow of the Colossus. We played, though, um, for our Retro Relapse, a unique game, and uh, we're, we're going to get into that right now. Jones in for a classic game? It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. All right, so the Retro Relapse game we played this week uh, is a classic uh, Game Boy game. And by classic, I mean nobody, I guarantee, has played this for more than 10 minutes, and I didn't. It is Swamp Thing for the I've, Game Boy. I've now been playing it for about three or four minutes. Yeah. It's uh, um, it's awful. I it's, didn't even recognize you were playing the Game Boy until just now. Yeah. I can't even recognize I'm playing a game right now either, <laughs> so don't it worry, is, buddy. This game is incomprehensible. It's terrible. It's made by THQ. Did you see that? I'm yeah, not surprised. And like, everything hurts you, so yeah. you gotta watch out for everything. Yeah. So, you're but luckily you have a power to kill the things in your way. Right. So Swamp Thing is a creature from the swamp. He's a thing. Well, hold on. Back it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's just let me like, give you this history. game does not give him a good light. So here's the deal. Swamp Thing is a classic DC character that was made popular by Alan Moore writer of the Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Alan Moore actually took this co- this character who was kind of shoved to the side as far as DC was concerned. And it would be cool Funnish. if you... Was kind of sort of shoved to the side as far as DC was concerned. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he sort of took his own style to it um, and made it very environmentally conscious. Oh, yeah. And very dark. Uh, and it's considered his run on, on Swamp Thing is considered one of the greatest comic book runs in all of comic mm-hmm. book history. However, this game was not. This game was made, <laughs> I believe, in conjunction with the USA TV, USA Channel TV sh- series that was out. Oh, the, the cartoon or the live action series? The live action starring Dick Durock. Yeah. Did you know there was a live action series of this? Uh, I, you know, I have heard about it, and I heard it was. Um, 
I liked it because it was weird, but it was not a good show. No. Well, there was a movie that was out. The, 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 the movie was good. The movie was a John Carpenter movie. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot there was a, a movie. Starring yeah. Adrian Barbeau and uh, Dick Durock as Swamp Thing. <laughs> Adrian Barbeau. Uh-huh. That's great. And, uh, and it spawned it, it, uh, somehow Universal, who owns USA, got the rights to it, and made a TV series starring also Dick Durock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, Adrian Barbeau did not return. Mm, nope. Smart move on her part. Very smart move. But this was at the time when USA was showing things like Silk Stockings and uh, some of their other early um, network-only television. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So when they first started out, and uh, and this game is based on all of that stuff. I remember the cartoon when I was younger. Yeah, the cartoon was also part of that as well. I didn't like the cartoon, but I had some of the toys when I was a kid because uh-huh. they were all really creepy looking. Yeah, yeah they were cool. cool. Yeah, they, they looked really cool. All the <laughs> designs and stuff, they were really spooky looking. Swamp, yeah. Thing, Swamp Thing in general reminds me a lot of the Giver. Like the kid, the, the 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 evil characters in it. Oh, you ever yeah. seen the Giver? I I only know bits and pieces of it, but that's yeah. Basically, it's genetic engineering where they take these animals and mix them with humans, and they have these weird animal-human hybrids, and it's very similar to what Swamp Thing is. Yeah, and it would be cool if you could flip and like shoot from above. Yeah, but yeah, you can't. You can't. This game, you this game is very right at an angle. Now, this was actually based off of uh, Bart versus Space Mutants game. Like the same oh, the gameplay, engine. the gameplay. Yeah, I don't even um, know what engine. that is, but it sounds gross. It is gross. Um, and this is actually an NES game as well, and they ported it to the G to the Game now, Boy. Now, the version uh, that we're playing is it the based on the Game Boy version of Bart versus the Space Mutants? Of no, course. it's the NES. So the NES versions on the game engine of of Bart versus Space Mutants. Weird. And then this is a port of the NES game. Because it doesn't, like, I guess the the platforming kind of feels similar to it. Because I had that game when I was a kid. Yeah. But the mechanics of the game are totally different because, well, no, 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 no. I guess Bart used, like, a spray spray can paint yeah. to, to hit enemies and stuff. So I guess it's not too far off. And, uh, yeah, well, it, and in the game... He's got to recycle scattered garbage in order to earn points. Oh, is that what I was doing? Powers. I don't know. I couldn't pick up any garbage. All I could do was get water. Yeah, that's all I, I don't know how do. to pick up anything else. Well, oh, that's, hmm. well, that's um, weird. Yeah, it is yeah. weird. Um, yeah. So this game was bad. Um, but you have a specific story you wanted to tell, and I don't know what this is about. You have no idea. So no, Matt, you're under the who 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 owned this game? You did. No, you own this game. <laughs> you own this game, and I want to tell you why you own this game. Um, are you not going to solve the problem? Just maybe one. Hold on, I'm going to tell yeah, the story, yeah. and he'll understand it? now. Okay, All right, yeah. Hold on. So, one so the way this worked was this was right after you got a Game Boy Color. Okay. All right, for Christmas, you would do, or you can get the Game Boy Color for Christmas, but you had gotten it earlier in the year. And mom wanted to buy you a bunch of games. Because that's all you would ask for. All you asked for was was like video games. That's all I asked for. So <laughs> I don't know if it was at Best Buy or Kmart or where she went. Probably Toys R Us. Could it might have been Toys R Us. Maybe. But um what they had, what Toys R Us did was all of their lower selling titles, they took and and arranged them, arranged the boxes into a cube, right? So they had like they had six games, four oh, on each side. With what I, I they, remember this. And they taped them all together. <laughs> I remember. It's like and they sold them, flooding and in. And they sold them as a package. You sent me a list of the games. None of the games that you sent me, I remember, were included in that package. Yeah. This was the only one that we still have. Wait, can you recognize one game? No, it's a, 
Not not avoid East Semis because if you're missing a bunch of games, I am. Yeah, I don't know where they're at, but but I do I do vaguely remember a cube of like they were like scotch taped to each uh-huh. other. They were all scotch and, taped, and like I think I remember <laughs> that you ra- wrapped the whole thing as one gift. Yeah, mom and, wrapped it all and as I one would, big gift. I was gift. like, oh sweet. And I don't remember any of the other games. I think Snood, no, Snood was Game Boy Advance. Um, I don't remember any other games that were with that. Snood, I th- I think maybe Snood was. I think there were some Game Boy Advance games maybe in really? there. Maybe it was in Game Boy Advance. I don't remember exactly. I do remember just a big block of games. Yeah, so that's weird. what it was. That and is kind of weird. It was weird. a because she brings it home and she shows it to me. She's like, man, I like this. I'm right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a bunch of games. He's like. Five would, or six. I would not like to be like as big as a Rubik's cube times three. Like the games would be about this big, maybe. It was yeah, bigger. It than was that. bigger than that. Ash, the boxes. It was, it was like, like the size. Yeah, it was like the size of Monty, our cat. It was, it a, was big, a big, big, big cube. bunch of boxes. Yeah, and um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you opened. You were super excited to open it. Oh, but wow. that's how we ended up with this game. Was part of that bargain bin. Taped together oh. cube that mom bought. I always thought it was it was your game. No, I, I didn't really know much about Swamp Thing, but I thought it was your. No, game. you thought this game was great when you opened it. You're like oh, Swamp Thing, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like whatever. all right, enjoy, don't enjoy, dummy. Whatever. This game was terrible. Yeah. Uh, the music was okay. It was probably the best part about the game. <laughs> you know what? Actually, as far as the, the actual platforming mechanic is not bad. It's not bad. No. No, but you know the level designs. Terrible. I got to this level where like I just started teleporting around and I got lost. And then Swamp Thing huh. died because he wasn't in sunlight. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He wasn't in sunlight. This is a bad huh. game. Yeah, it was terrible. So on the 8-bit scale. Oh, I give this a one. <laughs> Man, no, I'll give it a two. I'll give it a two. I'll give it a two. <laughs> I'll give it a two. I'll give it a two. Yeah. It's pretty terrible, right? It was yeah, it was, yeah pretty it bad. It was a pretty big. Now yeah. Ash, you haven't played a ton of original Game Boy games. You've played a few of them. Yeah. So of the original Game Boy games, is this the worst one you've ever played? Um, I would think so because just getting water is like not not so good because too much water and zero percent of food can actually make you die pretty yeah. fast. Yeah, this game's awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This game was was terrible. Yep. Um so yeah, so that's been our, our retro relapse. Um, do we have anything else to hit on for this episode? You know, I uh, I think that's about it. I think that can wrap it up. All right. Well, I'd like to thank Craig for um, doing a creepy materializing. Like, you literally like came up from the ground in a shadow. You're welcome. Uh, and showed up. I'd like to thank LPJ for being here and Asher for being on the show for the first time. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. Did you have fun? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and it, I, if you really like this episode uh go in the backlog and listen to our other episodes in the ledger retro also go on to gamezillamedia.com and listen to the gamezilla alpha show the regular gamezilla show which mm-hmm. airs on mondays and then uh releases on tuesdays so you can watch them live on monday release the episode on tuesday and our new show noobs and dragons yeah um i'm gonna continue to say new show until it's uh <laughs> until another show, show comes, comes along <laughs> um but that's where we play Dungeons and Dragons with Craig as our DM, yep. Rim and Jazzy and I playing for the first time, and it's a really oh, great show. I had to say it is. Oh, he just started listening to oh, it. Oh, nice! I'm on the third episode. It is thoroughly entertaining. How dumb you guys yeah, are! Yeah, I know. I know. Like, <laughs> wait, man. on the third episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You you guys are uh, 
Man, I don't know how you're still breathing. <laughs> I don't know how I'm still breathing. You guys are... Man. I'm working on it. I'm working oh, on it. Be quiet, Craig. You're enjoying every <laughs> moment of it. Uh, Craig likes to torment us in anguish. Um, but That's true. The best thing you can do for us is go rate the show on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to it. Five stars. Share it with your friends. Do we deserve five stars? Uh, we deserve five stars every day, all day. <laughs> all day. day, all day. Um, and share it with everybody. And um, we're going to have some unique episodes, I think, coming up with Legend of Retro. With your participation. Um, we'll see what we come so up with. We'll see what we come up with. But uh, yeah, that's been the show. Asher, do you have any final parting thoughts? Well, I like about Shadow of the Colossus because it gives you kind of like an opportunity to beat monsters mm-hmm. and their things on their hands or bodies and stuff actually kind of look like a beetle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's a good ending thought. All I right. think so too. So, uh, thank you for listening to this week's Legend of Retro, and we'll see you when the legend continues. Yeah.